welcome to another Fashion Grunge podcast episode. Uh, I'm Lauren. Hey, Lauren. I'm Charles. What's up? We are talking 90210 finally, and this is not to be actually. This actually works out perfectly because we both picked an episode that we wanted to cover. Because I'm going to put this up on New Year's Eve as just kind of like a a good closing out of the of 2022, which was kind of a shit show. So yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we're gonna keep it super light as we are reporting from the literal Arctic. Uh, we're gonna talk about the blizzard that is Cocaine Kelly. <laughs> I picked Snowbound, which happens to be like one of my all time favorite episodes. And Charles, you picked. I picked season two, episode fifteen. Was it episode fifteen? Um, let's see. I wrote it down. Yes, uh, season two, episode fifteen, Euphoria, spelled U, then the. <laughs> Number four, and then capital E, capital A. A.K.A. Ecstasy, A.K.A. X, A.K.A. Molly. <laughs> so it's gone through a lot of different, like, uh, what, drug names now, but it's the same drug. Like, that's essentially yeah. the same drug. <laughs> um, so this is, like, not as a disclaimer or anything. Like, it just was really kind of hilariously crazy when they had drug storylines on 90210. Like, it, I mean we were literally just talking off air a second ago. Like this is no way like to make fun of people with actual addiction issues because it's obviously very different, but the way that they wrote it into these storylines was just really, 90210 was an over the top soap opera. It was. It yes. Was. <laughs> but I mean, we were talking about like euphoria is actually more of like the lighthearted, like, Hey everyone, let's go to this thing called a quote unquote rave that we can't. A mention. rave by, <laughs> Why, what are you talking about, Emily Valentine? <laughs> and Emily Valentine was just, like, kind of the best, like, pre-Valerie. Yeah, um, yeah. That, like, everyone fucking hated, and it's because she was, like, cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's kind of why they were, like, all secretly jealous. I really wish there was, like, a Brenda-Emily, like, mud wrestling episode or, like, no, boxing. I, <laughs> where they I, could just beat each other up. I, like, really wanted, like brenda to to just like go off on her and you know to just you know just be like you think you're so special emily valentine with your bleach blonde hair and your leather jacket well let me tell you someone who clearly buys secondhand stockings from the from the from the gardening store you know <laughs> like you know it was cool yeah yeah she was great <laughs> she was super cool. Brandon obviously got a lot cooler being with her. He um, seemed so much more tolerable when he was on drugs. <laughs> yeah, so much more. He was like the biggest fucking wet blanket ever when well, he was just not. It's one of um, well, w- w- one of the other episodes I, c- I considered for um, for this episode as a companion episode was mm-hmm. the season one episode BYOB, where um, where Brandon and Brenda I think they go to a party at like kelly's house and um and like i think brenda inadvertently gets like gets like past a glass of alcohol and she she just like drinks it and just doesn't really think twice about it brandon is so upset that brenda is drinking that he crosses his arms and stands in the middle of the room and doesn't move (laughs) (laughs) oh my god was that that was your that was your other that was like one of your other ones you were considering because we were like we have to pick one which one are you gonna pick and i was like mine's gonna be snowbound but my second runner up um and i actually confirmed this because i texted you and asked i was like wasn't kelly's mom on coke kelly's mom was on coke and it's episode perfect mother and she had like a spiral in season one and 
that it was another one um and i think like i'm also there's a reddit board there's like a reddit thread about how like the drug storylines were just so out of control yeah um on the show so it's actually really funny but they said um someone's like uh everything about that episode is stellar jackie coming in from her breakup with one earring and mascara everywhere will always crack me up <laughs> it felt very like a uh, samantha from sex in the city oh, okay. like she was kind of i feel like jackie on drugs was kind of the blueprint for samantha and sex in the city yeah. <laughs> like it was well, very much I, that vibe i remember that episode she has like a pretty epic like public meltdown yeah. like i mean i think she's like supposed to, i think she's like giving a speech or something and she like loses her place and she, she's it's just it just gets worse and worse and worse and it's just like it's just like it's you know like train wrecked it's like train wrecked it, it's bad <laughs> like it really is and it's it's kind of insane why why i'm not a hundred percent crystal clear on all these storylines is because this show literally has like 200 episodes yeah and i i watched them when you had them on dvd i think you like mailed them to california and it took me like a full year to watch <laughs> the show because it takes forever i just found out that it's on pluto for free but it's also on paramount plus if you have paramount but oh, it's on cool. pluto for free too um it's like pluto.tv but there are so many other um really crazy storylines uh epic dylan uh dylan i think had a gun and was on drugs at some point yes yes um, um and um i think i think it was season five when that started to go down um because oh, um, yeah because he left I, in six beginning yes, of I, six yeah. i just remember this like this like quote from like the um from the episode that aired as part of the um like teaser on, on TV that when like Dylan was like all cracked he was like I'm fine and Brandon. you know and then Brian was like Dylan people who get high and play with guns are not fine <laughs> they're gonna burn all the bridges of your relationships and then Dylan famously says may the bridges I burn light the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably my most favorite dylan mckay quote ever is um also i think i'm at uh, the beginning of this episode I, I think i'm just gonna just gonna do a, a clip a sound clip of just kelly going you didn't test it colin <laughs> all just manic that like she was the pro and that she was really pissed that they got ripped off i i also found it really hard to believe that like she didn't know anyone in Beverly Hills that could get her coke that they had no, to like right? get on the streets of Hollywood. Like at the magazine stand I used to actually go to in Hollywood, like around that corner. <laughs> That's I was like, really a magazine stand? Like you guys are reduced to buying it on the street. You're like rich people in a limo. I mean, you would, I mean, Steve's mom is an actress. So I'm sure she knows some people. <laughs> totally. I mean, also there's the Valerie pot smoking debacle. Yes. Um, I believe Donna, I think, was hooked on pain pills at one point. And there uh, is the um in, in, infamous uh you know uh you know season four episode where Donna gets drunk and mm -hmm. at, like at like prom and she I guess the school made her sign some like statement saying she would not drink before the end of the school year. And then they like haul her ass into, you know, you know, before the like, the like school board committee. Yeah. And then like, then like they're like threatened to expel her. And then Brandon like leads this, like this, like, you know, like Norma Ray style, you know, like protest to like the school board. And they're mm -hmm. all chanting like, Two, four, six, eight, let Donna graduate. Yeah. Two, four, six, eight, let Donna graduate. 
<laughs> it was actually like Donna Martin graduates is like a, a like most recognizable tagline of the whole show. Yeah, I think, I think so. It's, it's fucking huge. It's it's one of like the mainstays. Um, there's another there's another really crazy uh scene or not scene but storyline where David becomes like a meth addict, but he like puts it in orange juice. <laughs> it's like, but the thing I also there's a podcast which I actually want to listen to. I probably should have, but I actually good that I didn't because it'll cloud my thoughts on it. But there is, I think it's called like Beverly Hills 90210 cast, and it's like the legitimate like authorized one. And I think they have like Charles Rosen or like the writers, and they talk about how back in the day 80s this is like late 80s into the 90s like the only way that you could write drugs into a storyline were like these ways mm. so that's why a lot of them are like kind of ridiculous because you couldn't show someone like shooting up I don't, did anyone ever do heroin because heroin was a big drug in the 90s um i don't rem- i don't remember um, yeah i don't remember you seeing anyone like shoot up and you never actually saw you didn't even see kelly did you ever see kelly actually snort it i I don't know if he did because um because I, I don't know if you ever saw the Valerie like inhale either. Um, yeah. So it's yeah, weird. I'm not sure. It's it's really weird. Like it's strange how they had to work it in. It, it also reminds me very much of the Dawson's Creek episode when Andy takes that ecstasy and like it I guess counteracted with her like psychiatric medicine and she like lost her mind, but she actually didn't. But they yeah. all kind of acted like she was on like some bender and like on the roof of a building, but she was just happy. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, Dear God, Andy is freaking out. We all have to like rally around her. And she took ecstasy. I was like, she got into harbor. Give her a fucking break. She'll be fine. <laughs> like, and that's when she leaves. This becomes so insane and so like unmanageable that she just leaves and goes to Italy for the rest of the year. Like it's yeah, the, the and, way that they write things in is just kind of nuts. Yeah, and anyone who's watching the show at home was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, I was like, I'm sure they were all in the writing room. Like, how do we get rid of Andy? <laughs> like, but have her, like, go somewhere. Oh, she's really smart. Let's just have her, why? like, I know. we have enough credits. Listen, why don't we have her fall off a pier into the ocean? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, but she can't come back from that. That, that Abby, I think, should have been switched with Andy. I think I do too. I do too. I think Abby should have been able to like have like a rehab and then come back. I like, years I, later. I mean, I I, I think I I, I I sort of think that Abby is still out there somewhere just because, frankly, as far as I've been concerned, she's indestructible. So yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like champagne and a hit to the head. <laughs> like I, yeah, I just don't. I just don't know. It's just kind of it's just kind of insane. Also, the, just the actual thing that, um, like I think in the very okay. So I picked Snowbound, but we're gonna talk about Euphoria first because that's the first uh, out of the both of them, like in chronological order of the show. But I remember, like in we were just talking about how Euphoria is kind of like a fun episode where it's just like one night. It's kind of like a standalone. You don't really need to know anything about the story that's happening to watch it. Like you can just watch it and and just be like, Oh, okay. You can figure out what's going on. And it's Emily. And she's like this new girl. And she's like really cool from San Francisco, but snowbound is like kind of in the beginning of Kelly's journey into cocaine. 
uh, Colin, her boyfriend, who's the artist from Venice, played by Jason Wiles, he was already doing cocaine, I think, like, one or two episodes before, and she saw him do it, and she had never done it. And she didn't like that he did it at first, but then I think eventually it kind of wore her down because that was his, like, quote-unquote artistic process. Mm -hmm. So we go from, like, there may be, like, four or five episode arc of Cocaine Kelly. So if you are interested, I believe it starts with like angels uh like angels on it's something really bad it's something like angels on high or something like that (laughs) um is like the name of the episode (laughs) and then that's how it kind of like goes from there it it goes from like her just doing with colin to then all of them kind of like gradually finding out after valerie is just like um guys she's on blow (laughs) like it's kind of insane i think it's uh I think it's called, let me see, Angels We Have Heard on High. It's episode 15 of six. And that's when I think Colin starts uh, snorting coke. And then that's when it kind of makes them fight. And then eventually it gets worn down into like episode 21. So it becomes like a pretty big chunk of Kelly's storyline in season six. So it's not as like as like oh like lighthearted because it actually like destroys her life and relationships. But Euphoria, not so much. Yeah, Euphoria is just kind of like a, um, hey guys, which one do you want Friday? You know, yeah. like <laughs> school. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, wait, let's get into it. So, Euphoria okay. is season two, episode fifteen. Uh, it originally aired November fourteenth, nineteen ninety one. So we were like children. Okay. <laughs> like, I was not watching this episode when it came on. Uh, IMDb so- gives it a seven point four out of ten, though. So I don't remember watching this episode, but I do, do remember watching the episode after this one called, which I believe is called My Desperate Valentine. I can't um, wait to watch that. It's so good. Oh, like, this show, the show has a lot of like peaks and valleys, which is the thing yeah. about 90210 is it's so extensive. It's 90 to 2000. It's like a perfect encapsulation of like 90s nighttime soap. Mm. But there are so many goddamn episodes that it can be daunting so yeah. um, maybe on like the the actual website we'll do like uh, a, a each like version of like ten episodes we really love in case you really want to watch yeah, like the yeah. ten and we'll just pick ten and I'll just write it on the on the the website because it's like there there are so many really good ones but I don't expect anyone to watch this whole show it's really it's not needed the last episode is like a last season is okay but mm. you can tell it was like running out of steam a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um. There's just been so much uh going going on, really. But I want to see the one that's after this one. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It. Um. Well, I. I don't want to give too much away. It sort of devolves into kind of like a Glenn Close Fatal Attraction type thing. Yeah. Um, I love it. But... You know, me and Charles love us an erotic thriller. <laughs> I love us a crazy, a crazy erotic uh film. So I, I actually am gonna watch it tonight. <laughs> Okay, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait to watch it. Um, so this starts out with a theme, and this theme just literally makes me so happy. This is like the theme of themes. Like I it mean, is. Like I mean, when I think of Nine Two No, I think of like this specific version of like the theme song. Yeah, especially the beginning where Brandon does the like. Ch- and he's like has his hand around Luke Perry. God yeah, rest his yeah. soul. God bless Luke Perry. He was probably like one of the hottest I've ever seen him in his cherry red docks in this episode. Oh, I like God. could not take my eyes off of Dylan. And he was barely in it. Like he he was like a background <laughs> player and he was very like, Oh, come on, guys. Like I was like, Brenda, 
Stop being such a stick in the mud. You too, Kelly. You're about to be on cocaine in 40 minutes when I watch the next episode. So, like, stop being so fucking, like, you know, like, tight um, about this. I wanted to ask you, when um, when you saw all these, like, very elaborate, like, intros to your shows, you mm-hmm. know, when, when you're watching TV growing up, did you ever think about what your in- in- intro would be, you know? Like, yeah, like, I reenacted them quite really? often. I would do the like spin, you know, how they're yeah. always in a chair and they're always like, like spinning and smiling. Yeah, like okay, okay, like say like say instead of you know creating Blossom, they created Lauren, you know? Oh, so ooh, <laughs> that was really cool. Okay, you know what my intro would be? My intro, I think okay, I'm torn. If I had a show that I had like my own show, you know, mine would be like a mix between I really like the My So-Called Life. I like the, like, clips of episodes oh, of yeah. the show. I like that. But if I had to do, like, a studio-created one where I was actually in it and, like, all the stars were in it, I feel like I would do something that was, like, I don't know. I feel like I would do something that had to do with, like, my room mm-hmm. as my character, like, in my room. Because I would have, like, something that represented me. So I would have, like a super 90s room if I had like a 90s sitcom I'd have like you know like a teenage girl bedroom but I'd have like Nirvana posters and like cool like Daria and stuff like that and Uh it would be like me in my room or something and then me like getting up and like moving almost like Pete and Pete okay you know Pete and Pete like moves and then you kind of like see my friends like it'd be cool if I like went over to like my friend's house and then like you see their room and then you like knock on the door and then they come out and then you're like going to school or something like that like yeah it'd be it'd be really fun yeah I think what about you? What would you do for like an intro? Um, so gosh, I um I I, I think my, one of my favorite intros was the intro to like Clarissa explains it all. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Um, just um I don't know, just because I was like, even, even though Melissa Joan Hart turned out to be kind of a disappointment. Like, I mean, I, I like that show so much. Um, yeah, but, I do too. Um, um. But um, also, Clarissa had, like, the coolest room. Like, I got Sam. I had such a crush on Sam. I, I, was, I was like, where did the ladder come from? Um, no, Dawson's Creek did not invent the ladder, people. It was Clarissa <laughs> explains it all. I, um, yeah, I think it's sort of, like, some sort of hybrid between, like, Clarissa. And I also really love the intro to, like, to, like Felicity. Oh, um, the like, photographs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they um, kill me every time. Yeah, I do love that one. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you, I don't know if that's something you could like mesh two together. You'd probably have to choose one or the other, but um, you probably could. You could do something where like your character's a photographer mm. or something, and it would like morph into like a photo, yeah, or, or something like that. Like, or, I, I, I sort of like the idea of having like multiple photos of, of like a person's face and having it like sort of like morph into like the real life person. Oh, you know? yeah, that would be cool. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, the nine hundred two one zero one is just such a fun, and I love also yeah. like the difference between the first, the well, not the first one, but like season two. I love the difference between that one and then like when you see season six, everyone's like super vixeny, and all the girls like have like really like seductive outfits on, and they're all yeah. like, looking over their shoulder. But the other ones, they all look so like wholesome. Yeah, and, and then like, at the you, end, you just see Luke Perry looking fucking hot as fuck in like yeah. season two, and, and him just smiling like in his James Dean kind of way with his hair. This is like hello. Yeah, he's just like sitting on a stool, looking up like, oh hey there. Um, <laughs> so, some of the interns that always crack me up each time is uh, Steve's. He just looks like oh, such, such like a dork. Such like, a fucking tool. Like, I like how he leaned into that, though. I do like that he, he never does. really changed, and that he did kind of lean into that character. Like, yeah. I appreciate that. 
um, David's then, too. David's yeah. like in one of Dave, I think his later ones, David kind of like his early ones, he's really young. Like he grew the most. Like you can see him from like a mm-hmm. boy, and then all of a sudden it's like he had a growth spurt and he's like really tall. And I think his early one, he just looks like a kid where he's like dancing, and then he kind of goes like, oh, and then like, like looks oh, up. Hey. <laughs> yeah, like oh hey. And then his other one, he kind of has like his shaved head and he's in his like Eminem bag. Yeah. And he's wearing his like baggy pants and fucking and like oversized shit. And he's wearing that like weird beret, you know, that like Yeah, let's not forget the episode that he had like his music video premiere after the episode. (laughs) I saw that one. Yes, let let us not forget his music career ever. Oh oh my god. Like there are so many cultural (laughs) moments that 90210 was responsible for for like more our not really our demo, because we're like older millennials. It's way like of a Gen X movement. Yeah. Like, because they were like in high school or maybe college when the show was out, but we were like in elementary school. But this was rerun. You know, the thing about it, which is cool, is that I remember the later seasons because I feel like I kind of grew up with 90210. Like, as in, we all knew the characters. Like, they were just, obviously, we talk about this all the time, but this is like before, like, all of you know social media and shit so you would see them on magazine covers like constantly oh yeah so you always um, knew who they were and like um i remember for a while that like brandon and um dylan and uh brenda and kelly each had their own like barbie dolls like or yeah. they had their, like, own, like doll and i, I don't want to call them action figures so they're more like but they weren't like dolls either they're they're, they're more like you know miniature like models yeah, I don't know how to describe totally. It, but, I mean, it, I, I was like, "This is so weird." I kind of want them. <laughs> like, I know they're really cool. They had their own like TV guide covers. Yeah, that yeah. were like collectible. Like each one had their own cover. Like it was, they were like the Beatles of TV in the nineties. Yeah, like people absolutely. like freaked out, screamed when they saw them anywhere. Poor Andrea just always kind of got the shit end of the stick. And there was actually that good documentary that came out. What was that like? maybe five years ago where lifetime did that unauthorized movie. And then after it, they had like the real cast talking about the show. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a lot. Actually, there's a lot of information now. And I actually want to listen to that podcast now about like these specific episodes, like from the writers and like how they had to like maneuver things around to make these Mm. shows, these episodes happen. But this was like, this was a big deal. Like this was like the Dawson's Creek, like the Melrose place became a spinoff, which is another show that was massive. And so then, and then um models inc which became a mm-hmm. spinoff of melrose place which was so good i know like, was that one season i think it was two I think oh it was two. two okay yeah um there was malibu shores which is another one that came yeah, out yeah yeah like i think carrie russell was in that and so was randy spelling or was randy oh, spelling wow. in models inc randy spelling uh tori's brother was in one of those shows too okay which is really crazy too, but yeah. So this intro is just it. It's like a warm blanket. Yeah, I <laughs> like. Um, I love it. Yeah, I actually had this as my ringtone for a while. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many different things about the show. Like it was also in Camp Nowhere. Um, oh, really? We did Camp Nowhere a long time ago. It's probably one of the best kids movies I've ever seen, and it's just stuck with me forever because I watched it because I had a huge crush on Andrew Keegan 
when I was uh, young. Me and Jules did it on the podcast like a long time ago, so you can like find it there. But it's on Disney Plus, thank God. It's not like completely un, you know, you can't like not find it. But they were all these kids like rented a camp or like rented their own camp and kind of lied to their parents and like made their own summer. And they were like trying to find a TV because like no one had a TV. And they like somehow Jimmy rigged this tiny one. And then they were like, oh my God, oh my God. And they were all crowded around it. And then they were like, oh, thank God. And it was like the 90210 like intro. <laughs> And then one girl's like, oh my God, if I don't see Dylan, I die. <laughs> like, it was funny. So the show was like that. It was like, also, there were no fucking reruns. So yeah. you needed to watch the show when it was on. So it was, you know, like a massive deal. Yeah. Which was really cool. But yeah, so what did you think about, we start off in the high school, um, <laughs> the high school uh, hallway, which as of now, I understand because every time I post something on TikTok or wherever about these teen shows everyone's like they look like they're 40 like they look like they're not in high school i think popular i posted a clip people were like they're supposed to be in high school i was like okay this was like fucking 30 years ago people like people look different i mean have you seen teenagers from the 80s they look like middle-aged secretary cosplay literally just found out the mom berenstein bear is 20 goddamn seven years old (laughs) 27 the no, mom from no. scene bears no that's like, not right <laughs> i was like what i was like no this is insanity like this no they they obviously didn't know so yes they were probably like in their 20s but they weren't that much older yeah i mean than I, who they were playing I mean, um and I, I know gabrielle carteris who plays it who plays andrea um i always get a lot of shit for being so much older from the rest of the cast but she was only what like 28 or something 28 29 29 i mean that's probably a awesome that you can be that age and play a fucking high school student yeah and like, let's have, be real it means you have really good skin so yeah <laughs> i mean i would be like uh what's her name fucking stacy dash was like almost 30 in clueless and she still looks great yeah <laughs> so um the cool. actress who played um who played who played bianca the vampire slayer and, and buffy was still playing a teenager 15 years later on pretty little liars she like so. still kind of is i think <laughs> really fucking kendra justice for kendra she needed a spinoff or she should have shown up in angel i, I definitely think that they yeah. wasted that they wasted that character by killing her off but that's you know neither here nor there but listen I to mean, buffy we just did season three almost done with the mayor we're gonna do like the last three episodes i mean if we didn't lose kendra then we we wouldn't get faith so i, I know, know i do love faith yeah i don't know um oh, true very true but, um so um so yeah so i uh so i recognize the actress who plays emily valentine she, um her name is christine elise oh yeah what else is she in so i know her so she um she had she was a character in the movie child's play 2 so so i know you're not like a big chucky fan yeah um, no i'm not but like um a lot of people think um a lot of people sort of regard like the second movie and the first one to be be, like the the best two um okay and um so um she plays sort of this like you know hardened like you know foster kid who's like been through through the system like over and over and over again and so she, um, so she, she's like a, she's like a legit character. And then she also was in season two of ER where she played the oh. love interest of, um, of Hottie Noah Wiley, also known as Dr. Carter. So. 
I had a sexual awakening with um, George Clooney, Dr. Well, Ross. I mean, I um, had a sexual awakening with Dr. Carter, except I was 22. So. <laughs> I think I was, like, way too young to have an awakening with uh, George Clooney. But, like, yeah, that's I watched it for George Clooney. He was the pediatric doctor, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot to also mention that just so that you can get a kind of grip on how things were, the ratings for this episode of Euphoria was 20 million people. Oh my god. Yeah, like <laughs> this show, when I'm telling you everyone watched the show, everyone watched the show. Wow, it wasn't crazy. even on cable, it was on Fox, so you didn't have to yeah. pay to watch it. That's the thing too. So, yeah. Um, so Christina Lee, wow. That's cool. I like her. When was do you know when she actually entered in the season? It was pretty um, close to before this because she hadn't been there that long yet. Yeah, um, I'm wondering if her and Brandon met in the previous episode because it was a Halloween episode. So yeah, because um, it was pretty new. Yeah, that's what I, I sort of gathered. Yeah, um, God, I love but, it. Everyone and so um, yeah, and then I know she's in at least one episode after this one, and then I know that she comes back like in like in a couple seasons. She's also in the new iteration of. 90210 BH90210. Oh, really? Like the one that, yeah, I'm looking on her IMDb right now. She's in five episodes of that. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I have not seen that. Did you watch any of that? Uh, no, but I've heard that like a lot of people come back. Like, yeah, as- Kelly's in it. I think she's like in it. Oh, okay. Kelly, I think. Uh, Jenny Garth. And then I think that Shannon Doherty comes back too. Um, at some God, point. Fucking Brenda. Um, the show was and, so good with Brenda. Oh, oh, my, oh my god, like, Brenda was so good. I know everyone, so like, good. cannot stand her, but, like, I thought she made the show, like, so awesome. She um, did. She definitely did. I um, I sort of didn't like the way that, I don't know, I didn't just, just like the way that, like, sh- her s- story ended in season four. Like, like I, I, I sort of thought just for her sake, she, she should have gone off to college in Mi- Minnesota, and that should have been that. You know? She went to, like, Europe for, like, a playwriting thing? Isn't that what she did? Yeah, I think so. And then <laughs> it was really weird. Anyway, it was her and Aaron Spelling had like a thing. It, it was like a whole behind the scenes. There's a lot of behind the scenes drama about the show too. Like, yes. it, like we could probably do an entire episode on just what happened beyond the show because it was really crazy. Like the jealousy, the money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like there was like a trailer situation with like who got. I think like Brenda got a bigger trailer, like Shannon Doherty. I think earlier, oh, which caused huh. like animosity. And then we have Tori Spelling, like one of the OG Nepo babies, which has been like a term that I've kind of used loosely used, but now New York magazine just last week did an entire spread of the Nepo baby boom. And oh. all of these Nepo baby actors and actresses are all coming out being like, we're not Nepo babies. Well, like it's actually turning into like a revolt and I'm kind of <laughs> loving it. Like seeing all of them melt down and try to like downplay it. I'm like, just own it. Jamie Lee Curtis, your mom was fucking Janet Lee and your dad was Tony Curtis. Like own it. It's not like we don't know. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> we know, but I think a lot of younger people don't know, which is interesting that a lot of these older, like, older actors people don't realize like oh yeah their fucking mom was in psycho <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> it's you know they didn't come out of nowhere it doesn't make their work any less cool it's just you know that's just what it is but i think she actually said like yeah i probably had a leg up over the other actors who were doing like halloween like you know like i'm not trying to lie about it but there have been some that have taken kind of harshly to it like lily rose depp kind of was like man i still had to work for it i'm like your last name is depp like what are you working for like your dad produced your first movie so 
own it, dude. I would. You, I'd you be just, like, yeah, fucking just, did it. Whatever. You just had to show up to set and know your lines. Yeah, <laughs> and probably not even that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he's producing it, they'll do whatever they have to do to get you in it. Yeah. So it's kind of nuts. But yeah, so they're in the hallway. We also um, find out that Emily's from San Francisco, which means she's ultimately like super cool. It's like being from New York in like the nineties. Yeah. Um because, on the West Coast. Because San Francisco is the New York of California. Oh, it, I mean it actually is. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know about now. I mean, maybe it's very different now. But there so Brandon and Emily are already dating. So this is why I'm not sure like how like when their relationship started or whatever, but they're already going out. They're in the hallway. And they're talking about their lockers and they're like, I'm going to move some stuff into my locker because in high school lockers are like apartments. So oh it's like God. moving in together. Do you have a picture of me? It's almost like uh, Instagram now. Mm. Like, do you have a picture of me inside your locker door so everyone can see that like we're dating and like it's known or like I have the combination to your locker, you have the combination to mine, yada yada. Yeah. Um, which is actually really funny that you I, think about that. I remember when we were in middle school, it was oh God. Um, it was um like people would always like put pencils underneath the latch of, of the locker so they wouldn't have oh, to like Oh shit, yeah you're right. So they, they they wouldn't have to like turn their combination in. Mm-hmm. Um and um and then I know that for some for some reason, like it wasn't it was it was like at least two or three people were just like, hey Charles, can I keep stuff in your locker? And I was like, what? why? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sure. But I mean but what's wrong with yours? Oh how <laughs> like, weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like what are um, you putting in there it's almost like when you go to the plane and they're like did you pack this yourself <laughs> like <laughs> you don't even know what you're putting in what are you putting in my locker are you putting like drugs or contraband in there like yeah. what's going on god that's really funny but yeah lockers are like the kind of symbol of like relationship status or like it even happened in my so-called life like the yeah. fact that like jordan yeah. knew angela's locker combination and there, that was hotter than like anything else that he ever did there, that he remembered there, it after they broke up i mean i mean to, to know someone else's locker combination is extremely intimate like it is because like, you could keep like who knows what in there yeah. you know I mean, it's it's crazy there's, there's that whole quote from from clueless like Hey, Ty Elton had a picture of you up in his locker. That's you know? right. <laughs> oh, good one. It's actually really cool. There's also another moment in Buffy where, like, you find out that Cordelia has photos of her and Xander in her locker. Oh, no, and Xander no. sees it and he's like, oh, "It's me. I'm in your locker. Like, I'm actually on display." And <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, you know, I got these photos developed when we went to like a carnival or something like that." Was like a big, yeah, that was a big admission of like claiming someone. It's it's very it true. It's really true. Um, also, a fashion note about this is that we have Kelly, Brenda, and Donna all walking together. No one looks cool except for Kelly. She has this amazing plaid structured uh, jacket on that has a oh, zip yes. and it, like mm. cinches at the waist. I mean, Kelly was like the fashion maven because she had all this money and she had yeah. that red beamer. Like she just always looked really fucking cool. Oh, another uh, storyline that has not about a drug, but I loved was when Kelly had that stalker <laughs> I, who actually played that girl who was the werewolf on Buffy. Oh, that, Oh yeah. In season four. Oh, I think she was such a whore. She was um, such a fucking whore. Um, um, but yeah, I love yeah, that yeah. storyline. Yeah, too, that was cool. Kelly. Yeah, she she um, had a good one there. She had the what, good storylines. Did um so regarding Donna's outfit, I wrote that she looks like a middle aged tax attorney. <laughs> <laughs> she did. Did she have like beige on? She was wearing that like really like you know like structured white blazer. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, honestly, looked like, looked like she was about to go into court. Like, <laughs> I mean, if she looked like a middle-aged tax attorney, what did Andrea look like in that fucking <laughs> journalist uh, office or the paper? The school paper that for some reason is run like the goddamn Washington Post. Like, they're out here, like, getting the stories. <laughs> like, they, yeah, they uh, apparently are, like, um, com- completely in- in- independent and don't have to bow to the administration at all. Yeah, exposés, <laughs> underground club coverage, undercover. <laughs> like, this is like the, like, you know, Fox News. Like, you know, at 10 o'clock, we're going to go downtown and, like, go to this club. I'm like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> and then later on, it's still, the, the paper is actually a, becomes a character in the whole show. Because not only is it the paper in high school, the paper in college also becomes a big storyline. And they kind of try to, like, break open this athletic scandal um, in yeah. the next episode. So there is always kind of, like, some paper situation yeah, it going seems on. Sort of like a, um, like a narrative device to kind of, like, um, kind of, like, get a plot, mo- like, moving you know mm-hmm, like that's you know, true you know but um yeah, yeah it, it, it works but yeah it's cool and the radio station too becomes a big deal like this whole high school had like a town it was like yeah. they had their own radio station like it was just so cool i mean this was also bigger too in the 90s because you had more college radio and maybe even high school radio because there was no other way to get music. Like mm. it, that just is kind of what it is. Like we didn't have podcasts. We didn't have Spotify. Like you had the main radio. There was no place to get like a personalized, like a real person who was just playing stuff they liked. Even Jen in Dawson's Creek when she had that radio show. Yeah. I was like yeah. so jealous. I was like, Oh my God, it's so cool. Like I want a radio show. It's like so hard to get. It was like impossible to even think about it. But yeah, Donna did look like a tax attorney and what did Brenda have on? Did she have on? She has a Canadian tuxedo on later, which she looks super cool and matching with Dylan. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think because the after she wore she wore to the club, I, th- I thought looked like really cool. Yeah, um, that was so cool. The oversized jacket. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, it was I don't really cool. Remember what she was wearing in the hallway though? Yeah, I don't um, either. She had some cool outfits. Okay. Like after, I mean, like she did have some good outfits on the show, but I feel like it was really Kelly. Yeah. Um, and yeah it was just basically kelly i feel like she she always had like the most amazing like trendy outfit she just looked really cool so so yeah Mm -hmm. so we have that so then they're all like you know oh what are you gonna do this weekend oh i don't know so brandon and emily are like walking around emily's like well i'm going to this and she like (laughs) flashes this little card this little like you know cardboard back in the day with the flyers which is really cool and has like an address alvarado street which is downtown la which the beverly hills kids not dare go and she kind of flashes it and she's like and has an egg on it and she's like well i'm gonna go to this it's an underground party and they're all like um like gasp what (laughs) underground party i was like you guys are all doing like crazy shit on the daily like why are <laughs> why are you guys all so shocked by this but it's it's actually really funny that you're like yeah so you know we're gonna go do this and and of course she kind of like talks brandon into it because he's like underground party i don't know <laughs> and uh she's like come on brandon like what else are you gonna do like you know it should be fun he's like all right fine so she kind of convinces them they're all like well i'm in so they're all going. She kind of like, it's really weird because she kind of looked like she was like showing off that they were going to go there, but she kind of didn't invite them. 
Yeah, that's right. Like, she kind of was like, oh, we're doing this. Like, I don't know what you guys are doing, but this is what we're up to. And she kind of sort of like, yeah, like, didn't really say, you know, like, oh, you guys should all come. I don't think she said that. And Um, this also becomes even more apparent when they go to uh, the journalist's office at the paper office and they're all like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? Because, like, that is a, a thing in high school. Like, oh, what are you up to this weekend? Yeah. And she goes like, and I think it's like Andrea is just like, hey, what are you guys doing this weekend? And Brandon's like, we're going to an underground party. Emily's face in this moment is like, why are you inviting her? (laughs) Like, she's like, um, yeah, we're going to this cool place where you have to like exchange an egg at this location. Speaking of lame, fucking Steve is like, what did I hear about an underground party? (laughs) Oh my God. And then she's like, yeah, we're, so she kind of is like, oh great. All of the, the Scooby gang is coming now. And I didn't really like invite them, but she's like, yeah, whatever. So Andrea's like, I don't know, Brandon. I saw something in the news about that. That was illegal. And like, that's really sketchy. And Emily's like, well, you know, I'd understand if you're too scared to go. And of course they like turn it into like Andrea's like, well, maybe I can cover it for the paper. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was like, um, um, Andrea, she just called you a pussy. Um, so like what you're going to do, huh? The fact that Brandon's even going is kind of nuts because Brandon is the biggest like tight ass you could imagine. Um, yeah, <laughs> he is. Like, ever. He's already wrecked his car, right? Yes, so, um, th- there's a season one episode called BYOB, where, um, Brandon gets into a DUI, um, and then- and somehow is driving again at, like, 16. <laughs> yeah, um, so I watched it again, and they said that at the end of the- he said at the end of the episode that, um, he could apply for a restricted driver's license in four to six weeks. So what? yeah, so they they said that if that was approved, which I guess, I guess it obviously was, then he can drive from his house to work and to school, and that's it. Oh, so I think that's that's the thing that sort of explains why he was driving in like the next episode. So, but like, then so that expired because now he's driving to downtown LA. Yes, well, I mean, <laughs> I guess everything's cool, so. yeah, right? Like with no no problems, he's just driving to like a sketchy part of town. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, and um, like uh, like Brendan Brent Brendan's parents don't really seem overly concerned about their children going out all that much, you know. <laughs> like, Not at all, and it's weird that Brenda's like Brenda and, and Brandon are like getting ready to go out that night. I also love that this episode is actually like one of the faster paced episodes. Usually, there are a lot of nine hundred two one zeros that are very like each scene is like 15 minutes and it just feels really sluggish. Yeah. But this one actually moves pretty fast and they actually go to the party pretty fast, which I actually like that. It's not like 30 minutes in and then they go to the party. Like they actually do go pretty fast, Mm -hmm. which is cool. And Brenda's like, they're getting ready in their like Jack and Jill bathroom that they have. And they're like, she's like, what are we going to tell mom and dad? And Brandon's like, I don't know. Like, just tell them like something. And she's like, Brandon, you know, I don't like to lie to them. And I was like, oh, that's right. After school special. We can't lie to the parents. Like, you know. It's not that bad. I was like, they're going to like an underground party. Like, what are you talking about? What are we going to tell the parents? And he's like, well, let's just say we're going to a movie. and We're going to go see like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, which is actually really funny. 
<laughs> that actually that i think he said that's shown every tuesday at midnight i was like really <laughs> like why but i forgot there's no internet or streaming or anything so uh, later on though uh in the next episode of snowbound uh kelly does buy david internet in a box <laughs> aka a modem which apparently but, is a thing <laughs> yeah, which is like a thing and he freaks out about it because she's like all coked up and buying presents as one does so <laughs> so yeah that's like a little bit later but but yeah i I find that really crazy that I was like, really? She doesn't want to lie to the parents? Like, that's weird. So, So, I think they end up saying, we're going to the peach pit to get food, and then we're going to a movie. That's all we're doing. And they're like, can we might be out really late, though? Can we extend our curfew? They're like, yeah. Actually, they're watching TV, and they're like, shh, shh, shh. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, just get out. Go. Yeah, just go, go, go. We don't fucking care. (laughs) So, which is really funny. So then Flash to Kelly. She's uh, getting ready. and then, like Brendan, Brendan freaking out about being about lying to their parents is, um, is like contrasted by Kelly. Um, there's this whole story where she's just like, well, for some reason, if I'm really honest with my mom, she lets me do whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last season, she had this like complete epic drug meltdown, doing blow and like in public, like at this like crazy breakup. It was pretty intense. So when her mom asked where she's going, she's like, oh, I'm going to an underground party with some friends downtown <laughs> what i've seen that on the news i was like they're called raves can they not say rave in 91 is that not a word yet or is that a censor thing like, it, i mean my my guess is like it probably didn't these parties didn't really have a name back then you know like they yeah, were i guess so I just know. like an underground party underground it didn't look very underground and janky when they got to like an actual club yeah like, it didn't it, usually like raves when i've been to raves they're always in these like sketchy parts of town you can't really tell what it is because otherwise if you could see what it is outside of it then it would get busted but when they actually get there it's like a parking lot tons of people music lights like you can see from the outside i was like you're mm-hmm. not supposed to like see this yeah. like from the street it's supposed to be like a door and then you walk in and you're like oh shit cool which is kind of funny but yeah it is kind of funny that kelly's mom is like um no you're not going out <laughs> and she's like what i can't go out i thought you said be honest she's like yeah i did say be honest and you can't go <laughs> so she's like well, well all of my other friends are going and then kelly's mom's like well they were probably weren't honest with their parents <laughs> yeah i love how I, my notes was of course kelly actually tells her mom the coke fiend <laughs> which will also be a recurring theme later on <laughs> when we get to snowbound um so they meet up at the peach pit and that's where they're all going to meet up and then actually go to this convenience store to trade an egg to find out this is a map point later on it's yes. not known then- but it's called a map point I feel like this part of the story feels very honest with like what raves actually were, where you sort of had to like solve a puzzle and yeah. like, go to like multiple locations or to get directions to like next location, which I always thought was kind of cool. It's very yeah. cool. I've been to like two or three like that. Um, it's really fucking cool. It also happened in Dawson's Creek when Gretchen Pacey's sister was the one who was like, yeah, the map point. And Dawson's like, right, the map point. <laughs> I was like, Dawson, don't <laughs> pretend like you know what's going on. Why are you dating Pacey's sister? This storyline is fucked. Like, no, she's not dating you. She's used to date the guy from Angel. <laughs> like, she's not dating you. <laughs> like, this you're clearly wild. just dating her because you're still mad at Pacey for you know being with Joey, <laughs> and you still can't sleep with her. <laughs> so, like, what are what are we all doing this for? Like, God, I have so many issues with Dawson's Creek. Brandon is very Dawson Leary, and Pacey is. is very Dylan. 
He is. Like, he just is super confident and doesn't give a fuck. Uh, Dylan's actually way more interesting than Pacey. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, well, for a multitude of reasons. The fact that he has a Porsche, lives in a hotel, and actually has his own fucking house later on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, legit house. Um, you know, just... Dylan is... Uh, God, Dylan. Dylan McKay is, like, yeah, just, the blueprint. He, he drives that, like, incredible car. Like, that the Porsche. Porsche. Oh, the black Did Porsche. You- did you see that episode of the Rachel Zoe project where her husband got mm-hmm. her a model of like Dylan McKay's car? Yeah. <laughs> that is a keeper. I have yeah. to say, uh, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> if anyone even like even said they were going to do that, I would marry them. <laughs> even, if they, even if they actually didn't, but if they said that that's what they wanted to do, actually for me, my equivalent dream car would probably be the bullet car in Steve McQueen's bullet. Oh, like, which I think um, Jason Momoa actually bought Lisa Bonet. And I, oh my that's God. why I lost it when I found out they were getting divorced. I was like, he bought her the bullet car and they got divorced? <laughs> okay, love is not real. <laughs> like, <laughs> at all. Like, I don't even care what. Like, that's just the coolest fucking thing. It was like that car. I don't know if it was like specifically the bullet car, but it was like an old classic Mustang that I think that she always wanted or, uh, or something so, like that. And I was so like, cool. oh, it is so cool. Yeah, I really like it. Um, so then we get to, we're at the peach pit and of course everyone is there, but, and is it Andrea? I keep forgetting Andrea or Andrea. I think ever, I think everyone calls her on Andrea. Andrea. Okay. Yeah. Andrea and Steve are going together. Yes. Quote unquote. It's the, it's a storyline we've all been waiting for some alone time with Andrea and Steve. (laughs) This was a time filler when they had this weird kind of like bantery, non romantic, like, like platonic relationship about her pining away for Brandon and why she never can say that how she really feels because he's off with like some fucking hussy um, because he just would be um, because he just is from Minnesota and boring and yeah. he just would be, you know, cause he's moved to Beverly Hills. So like, why wouldn't he be with like the danger, danger girl with like the bleach blonde hair and but, like I mean, cool I mean- leather jacket. But I mean, Andrea was like kind of a danger girl. Like, you know, she lied about her address, you know, so she could go to West Beverly. And she got <laughs> pregnant. I know. Oh my God. And like, and like, Andrea's pregnancy storyline makes me so angry just because it seemed like that guy kind of made her have, have, have the baby in order to like, mm-hmm. speak their relationship, which yeah. just makes me like infuriated. And I bet you it's because they couldn't show anything else on TV at the time. Yeah. I'm yeah. assuming that's what it was because as I always re- recall back, which, ooh, we also have to do, since we've been doing pilots of some episodes, because it's just been interesting to kind of introduce, we should do the pilot of Party of Five. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Party of Five, I remember being like the first time you ever saw an abortion on primetime. Yeah. Like Nev Campbell's character actually decided to have an abortion. It, and usually before then it was you know, always they have the baby or there was sometimes a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. Um if they didn't want to write it into the storyline. But yeah, she actually did, and that was like a big deal for network. There television. was um and th- th- this is this is this is on HBO, but there's an episode of Six Feet Under where Blair where where uh excuse me, where Claire has mm-hmm. to have, have an abortion. She um asks she ends up asking Brenda. Yeah. And just before she asks, like Brenda and Nate get into this really like horrible fight and Claire's just like standing there and she still says, Can you take me get an abortion? Without hesitation, Brenda says yes. Yeah. So which I, just, I which I, I always just stuck with me because I just thought that was really cool. Yeah, and um, she like took care of her at her apartment after. Yeah. Like yeah. she had her like, yeah, like like recovering like after. Mm-hmm. And then also it was really interesting too that 
um, just as a derail into Six Feet Under, which is, I mean, we did the first, uh, we did the first episode, the pilot, uh, on Patreon like a little while ago. But um, I mean, we're not really giving anything away. But if you're watching it, then you can skip 30 seconds if you don't want to know. But I also like that they did show when she told um, Russell, like the father. Oh, yes, yes. I think it was the beginning of the next season because I think she had the procedure at the end of season four, mm-hmm. I think, or either the end of three or end of one end of one of the seasons. And then, cause he didn't know, like she didn't tell him. Yeah. And then when she told him he like, his reaction was really interesting too, because he was kind of like, you didn't tell me, like I lost the child too. Like, how could you not tell me? And it kind of also showed that situation too. Yeah. Which sometimes they don't. So it was, yeah, it was, I mean, that show's just so well, well written like, mm-hmm. in, yeah, in every way. It's just really good. Um, so yeah, so Andrea and Steve are going to go together, but they're not there at the peach bed. They're late, of course, because, uh, <laughs> later on we find out that Andrea's, uh, like really funny Jewish family apparently like kept them eating food and like her grand <laughs> grandma, like kept talking to Steve too long. And that's what kind of like kept them. And she's like, you didn't have to have seconds on the chopped liver. And he's like, it was so good. <laughs> Which is also really funny. I thought that was cool. They end up showing up late, but, uh, mental note here of emily's outfit i fucking love her jeans that i like currently still wear and want the oversized baggy jeans with the rips in the knees and they're kind of like boyfriend style like they're not tight Mm. she has an amazing leather jacket that looks kind of like a military airborne jacket because it has the american flag and a, a few other like military type patches and then she has like a halter that has these rings at the top mm. yeah and then she's right. a long a long necklace and then she has these really cool black spiral earrings she like kind of wears like what i would wear like girly but also not i can like move around if i have yeah. to and boots i think she wears like combat boots or something oh, which is cool. really cool um brenda's wearing a canadian tuxedo she's got her oversized jean jacket she looks really fucking cool and she has like not super tight jeans but tighter than emily's Okay. Brandon is wearing like a super 90s like club outfit, like a regular club outfit. Like he's wearing like a a black sport coat. Brandon sort of dresses how like our friend Mike dressed in 1998, you know? Oh yeah, totally. Like yeah, yeah. Black shirt, black pants, necklace, and like kind of a sport coat. I don't know Mm -hmm. if Mike would wear a sport coat. I don't know if I've ever seen him in in, in a sport coat, but I feel like he's worn that like that exact outfit like multiple times oh totally like tucked in with the belt Mm -hmm. uh that you can see the belt because a lot of guys wore that now dylan dylan was wearing a plain white shirt a denim a denim shirt and then like a black denim jacket and then he also has jeans on and fucking cherry red like broken in docks and it's literally the hottest thing i've ever seen oh yeah i love dylan i love dylan (laughs) i just love dylan so much so he's almost matching her but like not quite yeah just like that kelly has on so kelly ends up sneaking out of the house because i love that like once (laughs) kelly tells her mom that she's gonna go to this like underground club her mom's like no you can't go i'm going out (laughs) she's not even gonna be home to find out if she goes or not she's like i'm going out i'm gonna go with my friends and just don't go anywhere see ya so she's like, fuck this, I'm going to go out anyway. Because I think that at this point, Kelly's mom and David's dad were, were dating. They're dating, right? Yeah, they're not married yeah. yet. Yeah. Yeah. 
which is also a really hilarious, <laughs> funny storyline. Yeah. When he mentions about my sister, I was like, sister? And I was like, oh, yeah, like technical sister. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> I yeah. forgot. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they, so Kelly has on this really cool, like, she has like a lace kind of like, I don't know if it's like a, a top, like a bodysuit. And then she has a skirt on like over it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but it's super short. It's black. It's tight. I love how everyone's wearing black or denim. Like there's yeah. no other color in this, in the whole getup. And then Donna has on like a long sleeve black top. She has like black jean shorts with a belt and it's like tucked in. And I think she has knee highs. Which are really cool. Like she has like knee high socks or like thigh high socks or something like that. She looks really fucking cool too. They all look really like downtown underground clubby. Yeah. Like it's it's a good it's a good mix. Um I wrote Emily's leather jacket is so funny. They all get to the map point and I write I wrote they all hate Emily for being so cool. (laughs) Like especially Brenda. Like Brenda's antenna is just up. Brenda is like seething at the at this point. Like, I mean, there there's like a um there's like a scene just in the opening scene when they're all on the on the hallway where Brenda says something and looks at Emily and her face literally twitches. Like (laughs) (laughs) she hates her. Cause she knows that Emily's like the bad girl. Like Emily's like the faith of this universe, you know? (laughs) Like she's the bad girl, you know? Like she's not good for anyone, but she's fun. And yeah, she'll show yeah. you a good time. And I also love that they have to exchange an egg. I'm like, a real egg? Like, you just have an egg, like, in your bag? <laughs> like, just, <Yeah. laughs> like, not hard-boiled, like, nothing. It's just, like, a, a raw egg, just, like, there. And that's how you exchange it. So they go to, like, the convenience store, and Emily's like, here's the egg. Like, and he's like, $10. And they're like, $10? I was like, for what? That's pretty good. I mean, yeah. it's not $10 per person that's standing there. And he gives it, gives them the address, and they walk away, and he's like, anything else? And they're like, um, they look so confused. Like, they feel like they have to buy something. And yeah. they're like, <laughs> they're I have like- gum? Um, yeah, um, I'll get a soda, and then David's like, "Can I have some bourbon?" Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like I want some whiskey, and then whiskey, yeah, yeah, the guy like puts it on the counter, and you can tell they're not going to get carded. This is the first time I heard David speak in this episode, and he sounds eleven. Like, yeah, <laughs> he has not hit puberty yet, and clearly this guy doesn't give a fuck because he just gives it, and they're all like, "Oh my god, whoa, crazy!" So as of course they get there in the parking lot, and David's like, "Oh my god, he didn't even card me," and they're all like, "Who cares, David?" <laughs> yeah, you've been talking about it for the last seven minutes. <laughs> yeah, like who cares? We don't care. So, um, of course, Steve and Andrea are late to the peach pit. And I guess Emily gave him some, like, crude map on, like, a napkin. (laughs) And was like, here is the map point. Like, this is the area where it is. Of course, they spill coffee on it. Can't fucking read it. They get lost. Who cares? It's basically just a whole scene to find out that, like, to have Andrea kind of ask Steve, like, what should I do with Brandon? Yeah. Like she's, you know, kind of jealous that he's like, you know, on I also love too that like there's a scene where they're on the way, like they go the wrong way, they go to the wrong convenience store, blah blah blah. And there's like a scene where they're in Steve's car and they go like 
and she's like i'm sorry i don't mean to be like catty about um about andrea and then she's just like well you know she probably just like you know got with whatever was like left over and she's like yeah like like emily <laughs> and, like, and, and steve is like rare and she's like i'm sorry like i just you know i don't know what to do and he's like look you gotta tell brandon like what's up i'm like he does not want her he just yeah, I mean, we know that he doesn't i mean i don't i don't think it's a simple fact of brandon's oblivious to andrea you know loving him it's just i think that he sees her he just doesn't he's just not interested (laughs) no i know and it's kind of like really sad Mm -hmm. to to like know because everyone knows what that's like you know and it's just kind of like it's just yeah it's just it's just super nuts but but yes that was like their whole kind of arc so they get into this club which is not really an underground rave at all it feels like a very overground rave (laughs) like sort of (laughs) seems like in a like abandoned like you know meat factory or something Mm -hmm. like i don't know um, with just like amazing dance 90s dance music yeah, yeah um i didn't pinpoint any of like the actual songs i didn't shazam them but i guess i should have but there were some pretty cool cool things going on in there so right before they go in dylan because you know dylan's fucking been here before i mean mm-hmm. dylan's like a 45 year old man trapped in like a 17 <laughs> year old's body and he's like brenda before we go in oh my god i just got it dylan is edward cullen <gasps> He is. Oh my god! Wait. So, do we know if is it Stephanie Meyer? Did she actually say any of her references for Edward? Did she actually mention Dylan McKay? Um, I don't think so. I think that's just something. I think I think it's just that I really like Edward and Dylan. And I just want them to be the same person. So um, it is though. I know, right? And also, Dylan McKay is definitely a direct influence on Angel in Buffy. Uh, yeah absolutely he has to be because he's like really cool and just like oh knows God. everything can you imagine if, if like luke perry played angel no like instead of david Boreanaz? could you imagine that yeah if he'd actually been in the show because he was in buffy yeah the yeah. movie so that's that right. would have been cool right. yeah he was the love interest he just wasn't a vampire yeah um that would be oh god he actually is the only reason to watch the buffy movie i mean yeah i mean <laughs> i i mean I, I know she's a little controversial but i i don't mind chrissy swanson as buffy like i think yeah she, she's cool she's I different mean, i mean if you only watch the buffy movie and don't google her or anything then, then it's fine <laughs> same with melissa joan hart yeah yeah exactly yeah it, it's and also like sabrina the teenage witch is a great show too <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> outside of uh, Clarissa I really liked Sabrina I actually really like that intro where she's in front of the mirror and her outfits change yeah yeah she's like, really cool. oh I like Sabrina that show is cute <laughs> I think it might be on Hulu okay the Blossom theme was so good though Oh my when God, she was I'm... dancing yeah. and like tap dancing and then her outfits would change I have to do an episode on Blossom too because that's another like one of those sitcoms that I loved because I, I think it look, doesn't the theme song like uh, change with each season because I think there's like I think for season one it's like she's just like she's like in front of the camera in her room but then like the second one is the one that I know where they're like all in like the studio and she's like uh-huh. dancing and then like they bring like you know the guest stars you know, or the ca- other cast in and there's one where, where like her and six are like dancing like in sync and it's like really fast and it's, it's really-, really cool yeah, yeah. yeah. oh six <laughs> <laughs> oh and Vinny oh, yeah Blossom was a great show it was a great like drama sitcom i I know that joey lawrence got a lot of attention for that episode my personal favorite character was her older brother who's the recovering drug addict oh yeah anthony yeah yeah Uh yeah (laughs) joey lawrence was like oh my god whoa Whoa. (laughs) he was like yeah the baseball player 
It yeah. was like dumb as rocks, but super hot. That six was like always <laughs> obsessed with. Yeah, it's really funny. It's oh god, the nineties just had great TV. Like there yeah. were just so many great yeah. TV shows. It's another one I have to put on the list. Um. So yeah. Oh, so so Dylan is outside the club and he's talking to Brenda. So it's just the two of them, and she's like, "Oh god, you know, like Emily wanted to go to this dumb." Club. Like <laughs> fuck Emily. I yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "All right, Brenda. Uh, look, here's the sitch. Here's the four one one, as they would probably say in the nineties." And he's like, "You know, people don't just come to this party like for the music and like the underground shit." And she's like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, "Well, they come for the drugs." <laughs> you just see her like, "Oh." what and and she's like almost like i knew it i knew that hussy was involved in drugs somehow so he's like yeah just like kind of warning you so they like go in and they're like you know it's super party atmosphere and blah 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 and they're the whole time brandon's like i'm not dancing i'll do anything if i'm not dancing i don't want to dance Brandon is basically the embodiment of that meatloaf song. I will do anything for love, but I will not do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. He, this also very much reminds me of the episode where Dawson and Andy got drunk for his, for his <laughs> <Yeah>. 60th birthday. <laughs> One of the best episodes ever when he like tells everyone about themselves. Like just, <laughs> just drunk and talking about how he hates everyone. Like it, it's just pretty good. But this one's the opposite effect on Brandon. So, like, Emily's, like, talking to him, and she's, like, you know, people do drugs here, and, like, it kind of slips out that she's done drugs before. Like, he thinks that she hasn't, and that she's kind of just telling him what's up, and she's, like, well, that guy over there, the one with the four, yeah, he, like, deals drugs. And he's, like, how do you know? And... She's like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I just know. Do you ever want to do something like Euphoria? Have you ever tried it? And he's like, no, I would never try it. Like, I don't do drugs. That's dumb. And she's like, okay. She's like, aren't you just curious? Like, it brings people together. Like, aren't you? You're not curious about the human mind. And he's like, no. (laughs) The only way I would do it is if I was passed out asleep in my room and someone like slipped it under my tongue. I was like, well, what would the point of that be? <laughs> like, you're like passed out of sleep. And she's like, okay. And she kind of like keeps trying to needle him about it because he's such a fucking square ass. Yeah. And he's just not taking the bait. He's like, no, no, I don't want to do it. And she's like, all right, fine. I'll go get you a soda. <laughs> so she like gets up, goes to the bar, and then she fucking roofies him, which <laughs> I do not remember at all. I totally thought they just took it together. The guy, I just thought that she was like, come on. But then when i saw that she roofied him and she like it looks like cocaine first of all it's yeah, like this I, I, white I, I, powder I, I was like wait euphoria comes in powder form yeah and, and, and I, I, I this was 1991 maybe the concept of ecstasy coming in, in in like a pill form had not exactly evolved just yet so, yeah but even sensory wise wouldn't that just look like cocaine uh, oh yeah absolutely yeah that's why <laughs> i was like that's weird so she like mixes it she like you see her like put it in his drink and mix it and then she's like <laughs> and then she like goes and gives it <laughs> to him and then he's just like you know drinking it whatever and of course we get like we just you know eventually it devolves into brandon just being somewhat more human <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's not even that ridiculous it's not even like that over the top he's just like dancing and he, kelly is like annoyed at some point Kelly's yeah, like, and, and like kelly's annoyed because david is acting like a drunk chick at a frat party and- <laughs> totally she goes up to donna she goes ah, why did we bring him 
He's so annoying. And David's just like, anyone wants some of my drink? Like, making this fucking fifth last for a while. Like, he still has this fifth like, wandering around. Anyone want a drink? They're all like, no, David, no. He's not like alcohol, no. And he's like, oh, man, but it's so fun, blah, blah, blah. So Kelly's just like, there are no guys here. Like, that's what her thing was. I think Emily even said, like, yeah, life does kind of suck without a boyfriend. <laughs> like, looks at her like, Kelly's the only one that doesn't have anybody there. Which is funny. She looks over and she sees the dealer. And she and Brandon, I think, is, is like, with them all at this point. And she goes, that guy's kind of cute. The dealer is not cute at all in um, any no. form. No. Um, she, I believe that you asked him and asked me if that was jason momoa um. <laughs> it looked like him it really did it like honestly looked like him but it it was not i i looked as i was actually watching the show i was like no 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 <laughs> oh no that is that is definitely not jason momoa not at all so he yeah, I, um they, yeah, they are I, like that's a dealer kelly <laughs> <laughs> yeah i um i had forgotten how brandon doesn't exactly become likable because in my mind before like i thought when he was on when he was on euphoria he turned into like max evans like in roswell when he like got drunk that one episode with like kyle valenti and that's another one yeah he just kind of becomes like tolerable you know (laughs) yeah he actually doesn't get that like he actually doesn't get that crazy it's just that he is like emily's really trying to like kind of knock this like goody goody attitude like out of him yeah it, it's it kind of sort of like doesn't work but then all of a sudden we go from kelly seeing the dealer and then brandon being like no no no, that guy's a dealer and she's like how do you know and he's like i'm a journalist it's my uh, job to know what's going on i was like are you on euphoria or what? Like, this still sounds like Brandon. <laughs> like you still sound like a tight ass. So then the next scene we get is like, all of them are like, I think like the time, you know, they're, they're worried about their curfew and they're like, Oh God, we yeah. gotta go. Brenda's like, we gotta go. We gotta go. And Kelly is like, yeah, I gotta get home before my mom does. She's totally gonna like, you know, no, I'm gone. So they're like, Oh, let's go find him. So they go outside and fucking like Brandon and Emily are like on the hood of his car. Like, just making out i think she's he's wearing her jacket and he has no shirt on at this point and they're just making out emily's laughing i don't even think emily took anything i don't think so either i think she just gave it to him right because she's like i I can i can get like this all by myself he's the one that needs to like loosen up they're making out they're going crazy and then that's when like um dylan comes out and dylan's like Brandon, like, what are you on, man? Like, are you high? Like, you look really stoned. What are you on? He's like, I'm on the hood of my car, just like you. (laughs) He's like, no, man, you're stoned. Then it turns kind of like after school, especially. And then Brandon's like, what are you talking about? And that's when she's like, well, I kind of dosed you. (laughs) And I think before they say that, like, he's like, yeah, man, like, what's your problem? Stop killing my high. And then Emily goes, don't go away mad. Just go away. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite. It's like that. I need to find that sound clip. And I need to find the you didn't test it, Colin. Like, (laughs) those are like my two favorite sound bites of this episode. So they like go away. She's like, get away. You're fucking square. You're so lame. So the whole the whole thing like the cops end up coming and they're like oh shit we gotta yeah, go yeah so um so uh, I'm sorry so then Kelly 
Donna and David leave and Kelly drives Donna and David home and then Brenda and Dylan leave, leave together and Dylan makes uh, Brandon give him his car keys so that and David vomits a lot before he gets in the car with Kelly and Kelly is like don't vomit in my beamer <laughs> this is yeah. gross like yeah because he's like a child like he yeah. is literally a child even though he's like a year or grade younger than them I don't think he's like that much younger but they, they treat him like he's a child because he sounds like one and he looks like one <laughs> literally his outfit yeah. was weird too yeah. it was very like new kids on the block it was like that collar that the new kids wore this is 91 so this is mm-hmm. like prime new kids like time um but yeah david david's like yakking everywhere because he drank that whole fucking whiskey bottle that nobody <laughs> wanted everyone's yeah. like ew we don't want that it's weird i mean i, I get it <laughs> like i wouldn't <laughs> want it either i'd be like Ugh, no so then yeah brandon ends up leaving his car there uh, yeah, Dylan gets the keys, and then Brenda gets home, I think, in time. But, like, the parents, like, aren't even up. They, <laughs> so, like, like, they, like, they, like, don't give a shit at all. Yeah, like, <laughs> they, like, don't care at all. They're not even up to see what time their kids come home. So she comes, she gets home, and then she's, like, waiting on the stairs. And then it's, like, daybreak. And yeah. then that's when Brandon walks in looking like shit. Um, he would still probably be rolling at this point. I don't think it would have worn off that fast. But also, I do love when the cops were coming to break it up. And then she goes like, um, um, I think it was, did Steve and them get there? I yeah. think Steve and them yeah, got there. Yeah, because Steve and Andre got there like just as the police arrive. <laughs> yeah. And then that's when uh, they're like, oh, we got to go we gotta get out of here. And then Emily's like, I still have more euphoria. I paid 50 bucks for this. <laughs> and he's like, Steve just grabs it and he's like, whatever, man. Like, I forgot what he says, but he's like, whatever. And like throws it. And I was like, yeah, leave it. And just throws it. And I was like, dumbass. She's like, what the fuck? I paid 50 bucks. I'm like, that's a lot in 91. Like yeah. that's, that's a lot of money to pay for drugs. Like to have it like outright. So yeah. So Brandon comes home next morning and then there's like this super weird, um, like conversation that happens like in the breakfast uh, room or the kitchen and they're just like so like, the parents look so what happened like blah 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 and they kind of like tell them yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're like wait brennan where's your car like why did you not drive home and how did brenda get here and like all this kind of shit and she's like uh well we didn't actually go to the movies we went to this like underground party and then of course the mom is like what what are you talking about i heard about those on the news yeah this the news is like popping the exactly. news is really like getting to every every underground shit and she's like you know there were drugs when i was at college too <laughs> it was like there was weed like I know. And maybe acid might have been yeah. it uh, there wasn't like euphoria but um <laughs> But yeah, she's just like, why? Why couldn't you drive home? And he's like, well, I, uh, I was kind of like on something. It was just this drug. This girl gave it to me. Whatever, I'm fine. <laughs> he's like <laughs> laughing, and I was like, he's still rolling. <laughs> like, this is not Brandon. Real Brandon would be like panicking, freaking out right now that he like did this drug. This yeah. has to be like 
this has to just not be like right this is just totally like his thing <laughs> so uh he's just like whatever mom i'm fine though it's totally fine and like who gave it to you and brenda's like itching to be like well let me tell you about this huzzy emily valentine <laughs> um, but she does it and the door someone knocks on the door and it's emily looking like a fucking school teacher i don't know how <laughs> she looks so fucking weathered and then she's like and brenda's like you <laughs> she's like i don't think brandon wants to see you right now and she's like we'll see about that <laughs> she like bursts in the door <laughs> god i can't wait to watch the next one where she turns total glenn close because i can yeah. see it like i i can see it turning right now and she's like she comes in and she's like hey everyone hey walsh's <laughs> and they're like what the fuck like this is crazy i believe this is when um oh I for totally forgot before all of this, Dylan drives Brandon to get his car and his car yeah. is fucking destroyed. No, it, it's just like gutted completely. Like, yeah, I mean, it's just spray it's, painted. It's just like they took the tires, they took the doors, they took the seats, they took the engine, <laughs> they took everything. <laughs> and they spray painted it. Yeah. 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 Which is like so crazy. <laughs> so like at that point, um, it, like Emily, yeah, shows up at the Walsh house and they ask, like, well, what happened? Why didn't like uh why didn't like you drive the car back? Like, why didn't you drive the car back? And then she's like, Well, uh Brenda was there and tries to like throw it on Brenda. Oh yeah, that, and like then, Brenda should have done it. And then Brenda gets in tr- gets in trouble because she and Dylan left on time for curfew. And Brenda mm-hmm. said, What about Brandon? And Dylan says, You can't do anything for him, you know, he doesn't care. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah, he's like, he's flying, man. He's feeling no pain. He's like high as fuck. Yeah, he's, <laughs> got, he's got a girl, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he's on drugs. He's got a girl. You know, he's doing exactly what I wish I was doing right now. But no, I'm stuck here with you, Brenda. So, you know, we'll just power through. Did Brenda ever have any drug storylines? I don't think so. I think so. Yeah, I don't um, think so. I, I mean, I mean, um, I mean, I, I, I frankly, I'm, I mean, I, I'm, I, the, the, when, when Dylan breaks up with her to get with Kelly, I think is one of the most heartbreaking things I've ever seen. Yeah. Just because, like, I mean, to me, like, like the couple, the, the couple of Nine or Two and O will, will always be Brenda and Dylan, like, oh, always, totally. like, always and forever. And so, I, the, like, these people who say, like, oh, Dylan and Kelly are the real couple of Nine or Two and O, and I'm just like, you haven't seen the whole show, clearly. Yeah, so, no. Like, yeah, no. no. It was basically Brandon and Kelly for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah they were, like, a big, weren't they, like, engaged? Well, I, th- I thought they were literally about to get married once. And then it wasn't, didn't they get to, to, to the wedding and they're like, hey. And they're like, hey. And then they're both simultaneously like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to do this. <laughs> why? It's like, why do we have to? They've already slept together. They didn't I have mean, any problem with that. They yeah, on yeah. TV where they weren't married or anything. So, like, what are we doing here? <laughs> um, speaking of really horrendous breakups, <laughs> Brandon is up in his room <laughs> getting ready for his shift at the Peach Pit because the dad's like, well, Brandon, you know, you're going to have to work off this debt. And he's like, yeah, I know. That's what I do. I spend yeah, my time do. working off my debt debt to my horrible mistakes yeah i mean i mean i I sort of understand where he's coming from because to his credit he didn't do anything wrong like this girl basically put drugs in his drink and he's yeah 
you know, he like had his car car destroyed. So he's probably not in the mood to be lectured by Jim and Cindy. So mm-hmm. um, she just did it for funsies. Yeah. <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally did not end up that way. Although way to go for 90210 giving us a different version of the guy roofing the girl drink. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I do like that it was the other way around, so we weren't getting like a really like kind of sketchy. I mean, it was still sketchy, but it wasn't like the obvious choice. Yeah, where there would be like him roofing her to take mm-hmm. advantage of her. So that was like uh, I liked that that aspect of it. So they're up in his room, and he's like putting on his peach fit shirt, and she's like, "Come on, Brandon! Like, what's going on?" And he's like, "You gave me drugs after I told you I didn't want any." And he's, she's like, well, I mean, like, what's the big deal? You had fun, didn't you? And he's like, that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I told you multiple times I did not want to do it. You know, I don't think this is right. Like, I don't, I don't think we should go out anymore. Like, and she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, I mean, I think I need some time. I need some like time away. Like, this is just, this is just too much now. Like, I can't, I, I can't handle this. And and she's like, what? Like, why? She's very upset, which leads me to believe that the next one called My Desperate Valentine um, <laughs> makes a lot of sense. And ha- I have to say, too, that from 20 million people who watched Euphoria, 28 million people watched My Desperate Valentine. Okay, and I remember watching My Desperate Valentine, like, live. Oh, (laughs) shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I literally cannot wait, because I think as I'm looking at all of the ratings, that is the highest episode rating of the season. Holy shit. Of season two. (laughs) So it's got to be pretty good if people watch Euphoria and they kind of knew, like, oh, shit's going to go down next week. (laughs) (laughs) We got to watch it next week, for sure. So, um... So yeah, and then um so yeah, I wrote Brandon breaks up with Emily, ruining everything. Um he's back to being lame. He goes back to the peach pit, he sees Andrea, and Andrea's like, Brandon. <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, I know, I feel like shit. I'm back at work. And then she's like, Yeah, Brandon. And then she like pulls out an egg, and then she cause that was like the whole thing with a rave. And then she then they do the whole entire like drug PSA. Yes. that was made famous in the 90s where she's like this is your brain and then cracks it in the pan this is your brain on drugs <laughs> scrambles the egg like, and he's like this is my brain on euphoria and then they're like <laughs> <laughs> and then like that's how it ends <laughs> like that's yeah. how the show ends <laughs> so that was really funny too um yeah i mean great episode i would give this one like a 9 out of 10 yeah yeah it was good I actually really I actually enjoyed this one more than I enjoyed Snowbound. Um I think I enjoy Snow, Snowbound when we get like further into Kelly's addiction, mm-hmm. but we're kind of like just starting to get into Kelly's addiction in um yeah, what do you give uh, Euphoria? What I, rating would you give it? I say this is a solid 9, you know. Yeah. Like, um you know, I mean it's um it's um I I like it because even though it is sort of part of a storyline, it can sort of stand alone. It's just like a one-part episode just to put on before bed, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I don't know if you should, but you can. <laughs> you so, can. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah. It's pretty fun. There are a lot of really fun ones. But yeah. um, the next one has a different vibe. Uh, it is season six, episode 18, Snowbound. It is... Yes. This one feels oh, like a lot more insidious and just kind of like... 
you know, like, you know, like this is, you know, like, I don't know, just like, this is not going to be solved in 45 minutes. (laughs) No. And this one is just going to be like a downward spiral of a character Mm. that you've really gotten to know at this point. Yeah. Because I looked up the amount of episodes. There were 293 episodes. Jesus Christ. (laughs) So like you not only know this character or like you're really deeply invested now more than you were in season two. So you see them go through a lot more. They're in college now. Like things have changed. It's 1996. This aired January 17th, 1996. Okay. IMDb gives it a 6.7 out of 10. Okay. Which is interesting. Yeah. First thing I noticed was this intro. Um, we also get Kelly and Colin, who is the artist who lives in Venice, um, who is somewhat of like a gigolo. I think yeah, we'll find out I, oh, later. Or, okay. or remember there's that older woman that he sleeps with who buys his paintings. Oh, that's who, right. Like, buys the apartment that he lives in. I don't know if that has already happened. And then we, I don't know. And she left because now Kelly's there. I don't remember like in the sequence of the show because she's not in this episode, but I remember that there was like this older woman benefactor that he would like have to sleep with like for oh, money. Interesting. Um, who he was like selling his paintings to. So, um, yeah, this intro we get. Oh yeah, like, so, Colin and Kelly. Um, oh yeah, so um, I just have a couple notes on the credits. So mm-hmm. from season two, we had lost Brenda, we lost Dylan, who had left earlier this season, and and Andrea, and then also the parents had left too. Yeah. Um, and then um, and, and so in their place we get um, we get Valerie, who came in in season five, um, also known as Kelly Kapowski. Um, Great addition. And then um, Claire, who played by Kathleen Robertson, who I thought was just like such a breath of fresh air. I like um, her. Yeah, me, I like me her too. too. And then um, Nat from, from from the Peach Pit gets um, makes, makes his way into the credits too. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. We also have like a lot of things have happened like in this. We also have Anya from Buffy. Yeah, yeah. Emma Caulfield, who's in this too. But a lot of things have happened. Like I think that okay so david and valerie are now going out yes and steve and claire claire's kathleen robertson are now going out um kelly has dated brandon and broken up with him at this point oh and then i think donna kelly and uh claire are living together in that apartment yeah the beachside uh, apartment donna is dating this guy from college joe Yes. Who is a football player who has like a kind of a big, a bigger portion in this episode than I remembered is that a lot of it is about like, is about him and he has like a heart issue, but the athletic department's trying to cover it up because he's a great football player. And Donna finds out about it because her father is a very renowned cardiologist. Mm -hmm. And he says like, you know, uh, no, you have a heart issue. Like you shouldn't be doing this. And essentially like the athletic department is like, no, we have a doctor that said you're fine. So they're essentially like kind of circumventing this in orders for him to like play on this college team. And it becomes like, that's kind of like the big, the other like story arc in this episode yes is that is that we're like and then also brandon and what's her name susan is is emma caulfield uh anya from buffy they are like working at the paper and in in college and they're gonna they're trying to like like do an expose on the athletic department and how they're like covering this up 
So that's like their whole thing is like, what should we do? Like, we don't really have consent from him to like expose this and it's going to ruin his chances of being on like a professional team and maybe even like his scholarship. Like there's a whole lot of things that are going on like within that. Yeah. So yeah, that's like the the overall theme. But we get like um, also in the credits when we see I, I just wrote like, I love these credits. Everyone's super racy and like it's like mid nineties now. Everyone yeah. has this like Kelly has short hair. Claire has this like really cool tank top on and like Valerie's like Valerie was like the OG like bad girl. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of turned good. But then when she dates David, it's kind of weird. Yeah um she it, like, it was just like an odd situation wasn't she like brent brandon's cousin or or like like brand brandon brendan's cousin yeah that's how she got there i think she was like from either that or like a daughter of like a family friend or something oh, okay. okay i think i don't know they could have been related i'm not sure but i know she was like from minnesota i think yeah and yeah, she like they right. were like oh you can stay with us because we live in beverly hills so yeah it's fine like she yeah the way she just kind of showed up and like caused havoc and i think she's calmed down a bit in this season yes like, i think it was season five where she was like a tornado yeah she just I, like did all this crazy I, shit. I think i think i think brenda left and she came came in so mm-hmm. yeah they had to have like that kind of character yeah so yeah she was she was so good at that um another so we get anya and i keep calling her anya but susan susan is her name and brandon are like training for some marathon and then we find out that like susan's friend died in a car accident because they see a car accident yeah as they're jogging i think it was her sister was it her sister yeah oh okay um yeah it's really weird too how they like they they mix like the car accident and her getting hit from the car and then Steve and Claire getting into a road, uh, like road, uh, what, like a race later, which leads to like, uh, <laughs> yeah. really weird traffic school. I was like, I was okay, like, the show has lost some steam now. We're getting like, into like, I was like, pitch. Wait, I was like, wait, you can choose a theme for your traffic school. Yeah. <laughs> like how LA is this? <laughs> and it's even more LA that there's a producer sitting behind you that cast you for some fucking game show. Like this is just really weird. Like it's just a really weird all around. I was like, give me cocaine Kelly or give me nothing. Yeah. Like I want the entire show to be about cocaine Kelly, but we do have these weird things. Um, during, the credits i also saw that jason Priestley is now a producer of the show so i don't know when that started but that's pretty big and he also started to direct episodes too yes i believe pretty early on yeah which is which is pretty cool um so we get claire and steve's relationship which i always hated because i was like she could just do so much better than that i know like but i guess you know for the sake of the show weren't they together for like the whole time Oh, were they? I, I don't they know. They were together for a long time. Really? Okay. I, I think so. I I don't remember her whole arc if she was in the entire show. Um, she was in it for quite a while, so she could have yeah. been in the whole show. But I I always thought their relationship was like, uh, like it was kind of tiring. Like they're obviously like opposites, and like mm-hmm. it's always kind of like, huh? Like why would you be together? It doesn't make sense. But like, let's let's be honest, Steve. She's like settling, you know. Like... Oh yeah, totally, like <laughs> totally. So, Colin and Kelly, you see them. She's living basically in Colin's apartment. Kelly, yeah. Is. And I wrote, "Holy shit, Bender City." She's like <laughs> waking up, and they're like just so fucked. Like 
she's sleep like you know kind of like half woken up out of this like weird bender they've been on and then like he's like all right kelly like you know we got to get up i gotta like do my painting and do my shit or whatever <laughs> and then she's like okay she like gets up and then they're always out of coke like mm-hmm. constantly they were out of coke even like in the beginning you see them like i, I love that when the sh- when like the episode opens up right before the credits you just see like lines on like a mirror <laughs> like and then they're like kelly and you just see them in bed and she's like oh i'm tired i could stay in here all day he's like well i know something that'll wake you up and it's not morning sex it's cocaine yeah <laughs> like that's literally what they're like alluding to which i thought was even more funny and she's like oh, we don't have any. And I'm like, how much? There's a gram in that um, little vial you have. And Kelly is like hoovering this shit up, which <laughs> which Colin actually ends up saying later on in the episode. And he's like, well, maybe if you didn't fucking snort at all, we would have more. And she's like, I'm rich. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Like, she's just like, she gets like really like kind of crazy, which I kind of, I just love cooking Kelly. Yeah. Um, so Val shows up, someone knocks the door, Val shows up and she's like, she's kind of like, I forgot exactly what her role is with Colin, but it's like, she's like a somewhat of an art dealer. Yeah. That's what I thought. I was like, wait, aren't you like 20 years old? Yeah. I was like, (laughs) don't you go to school with them? Like, are you moonlighting as like an art dealer slash like madam? Like (laughs) I think later on she like pimps like David out to like this, to she pimps David out to the girl who plays Amber in Clueless. Oh, that's right. Yeah, who ends up being in the show. I think she, it's like the next episode or like it's sometime kind of recent. But yeah, so so Valerie comes over and then she sees like Kelly. Kelly's like, Colin's like, Kelly, get rid of all the evidence. So Kelly like gets rid of all these wine bottles and she's like kind of like moping around the kitchen, like just fucked. And then Valerie sees this rolled up $10 bill with a rubber band. Okay. Yeah. Newsflash. You don't need a rubber band. When you wrap the bill, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. And, the, the rubber band would get in the way. Yeah. And when she sees it, she is not subtle about it at all. <laughs> like... Yeah. <laughs> she's just like, so guys, what have you been up to? And they're like, nothing. And I love that Kelly and Valerie have the same Emily and Brenda. Like they yeah. just fucking hate each other. Yeah. I mean, for good reason, everyone kind of hates Valerie. Yeah. Like it's just kind of like, it comes well, with the so um, I'm trying to think. So I think by this point she had seduced Ray, the, the, um, um, the guy Donna was dating for a while. And who threw her down the stairs. Yeah. 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 <sighs> lord um that was intense i mean i i mean i thought she kind of had it coming but it wasn't a throw it was kind of like a (laughs) it was like a oh shit i mean haven't we all wanted to push don down the stairs at least once i mean (laughs) oh poor tori spelling (laughs) oh um Oh God! Also, the the episode flying, which is episode twenty of season six, is when like uh, Kelly has like a stash of coke at their beachfront apartment, and then she moves out and just goes on like an t- intense bender oh with God. Colin. Yeah, like <laughs> the next like four episodes after this are really fucking insane. Okay, okay. we also get Ginger, who's Amber from uh, Clueless, like blackmailing Valerie. Yeah. And like revealing like what her life was really about, like it's yeah, it gets really like saucy <laughs> in yeah. like this season. <laughs> um, and then and Kelly eventually goes and buys like drugs for herself. 
mm-hmm. and she gets like beat up and that's like her um, rock bottom is that like she, then, you're just like oh no and then i think in the episode next episode is one of my favorite scenes where brandon egotistically thinks that he can solve kelly's cocaine problem by taking her for a ride in his convertible because all she needs is some fresh air <laughs> um and oh no she and like kelly's just like put up the towel i'm cold and brand's like well maybe you need some fresh air kelly and then he like stops to like make a phone call and she gets behind the wheel and like drives his car away and leaves him (laughs) (laughs) and after this whole thing i think brandon tries to do like an intervention after this whole thing that valerie essentially like blows the lid off of the cocaine use valerie starts fucking calling (laughs) i think kelly goes to rehab colin gets in like a high speed chase with the cops ends up going to jail oh my god like it's it's wild like season six is probably my favorite season because it's just so out of control like these people are just like they're just literally writing like like it it feels very much like they're on coke and writing this season like it's like one thing happens and the next thing happens and the next thing happens it's just like really fucking nuts um and it's just like it like we get the donna's boyfriend storyline which is not as it's it's a serious storyline but it's just not it's more of like the wholesome storyline to break up like the drug use and also the comic relief is claire and steve and how like the car thing and they had this race and they get tickets and the cops i was like i don't care about any of this like just literally give me more colin and kelly so the episode before, Kelly's dad came to town and gave her like a bunch of money, which is of course really mm-hmm. smart. Yeah. And was like, buy something nice. <laughs> she buys cocaine. And then she <laughs> says, like, why don't we get like a limo and go shopping and like fuck all day? And I was like, oh God. I was like, we're not gonna do that. Like, and then so they rent this limo. And Colin is talking about, like, he's like, yeah, I've never been in a limo. Only when someone dies am I ever in a limo. Like, that's basically, like, where I grew up in Rochester. What about you? What's your first time in a limo? And she's like, well, I was practically born in one. (laughs) And then when my dad was living in town, like, we always had a stretch on payroll and a driver. (laughs) I went to my first day of school in a limo, and he's like, oh. (laughs) Like, he's just like. Oh, and then he talks about his dad and the fact that, like, he met his dad later in life. His dad was a vet in Vietnam, lost his sight, and is still a better artist than Colin. <laughs> um, which I thought was kind of crazy. Um, so I wrote, Colin and Kelly rent a limo to go shopping, fuck, and do coke in. But apparently they, like, run out of coke. All- I'm telling you, they're always running out of coke all the time. I know, I know. Like, buy in bulk, kids. I don't know if you're buying a gram at a time. That's not going to last both of you if you're addicts. Like, it's just not. I'm telling you, don't don't share. Just don't share, period. I mean, <laughs> like, Kelly doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly literally kind of, like, takes it upon herself to be like, look, I have the money here, so <laughs> I'm kind of going to do whatever the fuck I want. Like, you're, you're not going to, you're not going to control me. <laughs> like, nice try. <laughs> So, of course, like, throughout all this, they're like, let's go shopping. They, like, buy all of these presents for all of, like, the gang. And they go over to Brandon's house and they give them all these presents. Like, she gets Valerie, like, a Mont Blanc pen that's, like, $600. And Valerie's like, this is suspect. She hates me. (laughs) Like, why would she buy me this? Doesn't Valerie also get, like, a hand mirror or something? Yeah, she does. Yeah. Yeah, It's like a sterling silver hand mirror. Like a fucking (laughs) Wicked Witch of the West. (laughs) Like she would. Like the fucking, what is it? The one in um, Snow White? Yeah. (laughs) Was that mirror? (laughs) 
hair value, maybe you should look at yourself some more. <laughs> I know. Stop looking at me. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm totally fine. Uh, Kelly has this amazing, like, white satin shirt on in mm-hmm. the limo and, like, a pinstripe navy skirt, which is cool. And she's like, you know what else I've never done in a limo? <laughs> god and i wrote god why are people on drugs always buying presents like it's and she's like so anyway so they buy these presents they literally quote unquote blow in to the room drop all these presents and then walk out and all of them are like i think steve gets driving gloves claire gets like a little box purse that matches her new car she has this new little like uh red miata Mm -hmm. and then i forgot david gets the internet in a box aka a modem um and then so they leave and they're like oh my god this is so cool look at all this cool shit they bought it's so cool it's so nice of them and valerie's like don't you guys think it's a little like suspect like i think because we they know that colin's getting high like i think she was high and they're all like no no way after what she went through with her mom she would never do drugs like come on that just like wouldn't ever happen and she's like and okay. she, she's like these are guilt gifts yeah <laughs> these are guilt gifts and she's like she's like don't you think this is a little manic <laughs> like <laughs> this behavior like just a little manic and they're all like who cares i wrote no one cares because gifts <laughs> like you can just tell these are beverly hills people that materialism is like their only form of currency yeah and they're, they just don't care there she does have this great line later in the episode when her and david are just like talking in bed and um david's like i'm lost and valerie's like no david you're blind (laughs) (laughs) oh lord so um so after this shopping extravaganza like dumping all these presents off they're like let's go to a restaurant they're like yeah colin's taking me to like eclipse or something some fancy restaurant like ooh, wow so they go to this restaurant and I don't even know how they ordered food because they were never hungry in the first place and they were just drinking and Kelly's like, give it to me. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Um, yeah, can me. I have a truffle risotto? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, can I get like a rack of lamb or whatever? And then he gets it and he's like, I wasn't hungry. I just like these little booties. <laughs> like, <laughs> unlike the lamb tips. I was like, what the fuck show is this? Like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, like, who is writing this? And she's like, I want some more. I think he's like, yeah, where's our little power pack? I was like, oh my God. <laughs> this, like, this should not be funny. And it just really is. Like, I just, just like the way they have to write this in as like, probably as serious but not so serious yeah. i mean i don't i don't know like i guess what the deal it's probably because we're older too like i was in high school or something i'd probably be like oh my god she's wrecking her life <laughs> like <laughs> what's going on but in reality i'm like she seems fine <laughs> like yeah. she seems in control she bought her friend's present she has the money she didn't spend her rent money yeah she's actually really nice about it because her dad said buy something for herself and she bought something for everyone else she's just following directions yeah what's wrong with that yeah. and she told him she's like my dad told me i should buy it and i don't want to spend it all in one place and i still have some left over for coke anyway so like what's the <laughs> difference she probably got like 10 grand i know these people are loaded like they give each other so much money so she goes like where's the rest of the drugs and he's like oh you know, i don't know she's like i did them all well let's just get some more like let's just get some more so they go to, like, in the stretch limo the whole time, they go to this fucking seedy-ass um, magazine stand that I used to shop in. Oh, really? Or shop at. Yeah, it's, like, right off Sunset Boulevard. Or, no, it's right off... It's between Hollywood and Sunset. But, yeah, it's actually right off Hollywood. And I'm like, 
how does he know? I think his original dealer was out because I think they were going to try to get some earlier. And she's like, yeah, just call Paul. And he's like, no, Paul's out. Like, we got the rest of his stash. We have to go somewhere else to get it. And she's like, whatever, just get it. So she's like, this is when she's getting like really antsy. Like she hasn't had it in a while. She's getting yeah. really antsy. I do love that they like didn't eat any of the food. Just leave the money. Like I'm not even hungry. And it's like, neither am I. It's probably like an $800 bill at this restaurant. It's like some crazy fancy place. So he goes to this fucking magazine stand. And I was like, so wait, let's pause here. Let's do a Zach Morris pause. <laughs> um, so Kelly doesn't know anyone in Beverly Hills. That- I I guess I I guess not. I mean, right? I, like a magazine stand on the street buying cocaine in the '90s and even still today, cocaine is not cheap. Yeah, like, and also back in the day, like in back in the '90s, mid '90s or whatever, at the level that they are in and in Beverly Hills, the shit they're doing is probably pretty pure. I don't mm-hmm. think it's like stepped on. So you have to imagine that if you're going to buy it from the street, it could be crack. Or it could be stepped on or fake, as it turns out, what it actually is. Yeah. But, like, it's just really weird how, like, they don't have anyone else to ask. Like, I'm sure they they would. But I guess for the sake of the story, because all of them are straight and don't do drugs or anything, like, they they probably wouldn't. Like, she wouldn't ask anyone she knows. Like, or she, yeah. Of course she can't ask her mom. And I guess Colin has it, so whatever. And he knows where to go. So he goes to this magazine stand and he goes, like, this guy's like standing there i'm like is this guy just camped out there all night (laughs) like how does he know who it is like he obviously has bought it there before but maybe not so he goes like yeah i'm looking for something the guy's like what are you looking for he's like i don't know like did a blizzard roll into town (laughs) and the guy's like yeah follow me so like goes in this shady alley 60 bucks which is like pretty expensive in 96 yeah or a gram the way that it's given to him it's not even in a vial like an amber glass vial it's in like a piece of paper like heroin usually comes in which yeah. i thought was really interesting um, or like newspaper or something like that you know so, when you know when i was in high school um mm-hmm. like um i was um for my senior year we took a psychology class and one of our assignments was to do like a public presentation on like a illicit drug mm. and um so um i uh got to do a do a presentation on crack and oh, um shit. and um so um before i like present i just talked to the teacher i was like yeah something about talking about this thing about talking about this you about having a visual here and she was like whoa 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 um you probably should nix the visual um and i was like I was I was talking about a poster, not like. <laughs> she said you should make like not 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 like a sample of crack or anything. <laughs> like I mean, this is how it comes if you buy it on the street. This is how it comes if you buy it in a prep school. <laughs> I, I I bought this crack at the corner of 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 Seventh and H Street at three forty five in the morning. Um, I know, right? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I um, mean, <laughs> but but apparently she did have to like say that because there are other people in my class who did actually pour talcum powder into a bag and be like, this is cocaine. Oh, shit. (laughs) Like, I will be taking this because it is real. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not leaving it as an aid. Please do not pass it around and do not pull, like, a Woody Allen and Annie (laughs) Hall and fucking sneeze and have it go everywhere. (laughs) Like, do not do that. Like, not at all. God, it's so crazy. 
so she so they get he gets the drugs from the shady guy the guy like counts out the money you see him count i thought that he was gonna taste it yeah, when I mean, because there was enough time for him to. I mean, it seems like that that would be more of a reflex, you know. That you know, yeah, it's mean, sort of just something you always see, you know, like in, in in these types of situations. I think that this proves that he either is not as experienced. I bet you that old woman who is not old; she's probably like younger than us at this point. But like <laughs> that older benefactor gigolo woman that was like renting him out or whatever, like you know, subsidizing his life style she probably got it for him i don't remember how it was introduced into the story but it it was in like a few episodes before but he probably has never ever been ripped off Mm -hmm. and never really had to question whether or not shit was real so that's probably why he didn't because most people who have been burned before would test it yeah so he didn't and he was like so he gets back in the car and and kelly is fiending now yeah this is when kelly like completely turns she's like did you get it <laughs> and he's like yeah i got it and then she's like did you test it colin and he's like no what am i gonna do test it in the in an alley and she's like oh, whatever and he's like take me home venice main street <laughs> and i was like that's a long ass drive if anyone out here knows california um geography from hollywood and like coanga wherever like where that actual stand is all the way to venice via main street is like an hour (laughs) like it's really (laughs) far like i mean maybe in the middle of the night it wouldn't be that far but they're probably gonna end up taking like the 10 like the freeway (laughs) so like it it would take it would take a bit i I would think because it's it's kind of crazy that they're just like we'll wait till we get home i'm like no fuck that you're in a limo what i mean what are we doing (laughs) like we're not driving fucking do it it'll be done in the car before you get home I mean, you just it, bought that little bit. In you're, piece of paper. you're literally going to be sitting in the, in the, in the, in this limo doing nothing for the next hour. <laughs> yeah. And I, I wrote like, she gets so mad that he didn't test it. I was like, it's actually really funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So then the, we get this like really weird thing with, uh, Steve and Claire trying to figure out what traffic school to go to. And at first I was like, What? <laughs> I was like, why are there You've got a choice. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was just like a government mandated traffic school, not like a cooking one and a comedy <laughs> one. I was like, what in the Southwest Airlines is this? <laughs> like, that's literally what it felt like because they ended up choosing like a comedy traffic school. Yeah. And I guess the person's a stand-up comedian? Yes. Like, w- this part of the story, I was very confused this, about. This was, like, this was just, like, so off the wall. I, I, I wasn't mad. I was just like, I was like, okay, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it was just so weird and crazy. And, of course, behind them, you just hear them bickering. They just have that bickering relationship. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of, like, what they're kind of based on. And while you're hearing them bickering, the most L.A. thing happens ever where the guy behind them is like on a phone call and he's like what it fell through for the taping tonight and you don't have anyone else to fill in and you need a couple that bickers <laughs> what what are we gonna do and then they're just like sitting there and then he goes like hey i've been listening to you guys i'm a producer <laughs> i produce this game show blah, blah 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 you should be on and i was like this is so dumb i want more cocaine kelly I, know. I was like, I don't give a fuck about this, <laughs> but I get it. You have to interject <laughs> some comedy and some levity. But I was kind of just like, meh, I just want more of Kelly. Yeah. And then we see them finally back at home, like 
two, they should have done a thing they do on SpongeBob like two hours later (laughs) (laughs) where you could actually see that like, that's what the fuck they were doing. And they come back and that's when they try the Coke. And that's when she's like, this sucks. I'm not getting a buzz at all. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, Kelly, we got ripped off. he's like yeah that was 60 bucks and like and then she's like well how come we don't have any more can't you call your friend like what's going on he's like well i would if you didn't hoover the rest of it earlier like (laughs) they start to like bicker about her cocaine use because it's just like so ravenous apparently (laughs) that she just like she just yeah she's just i don't really remember what's happening in kelly's life that she's escaping through drugs that she's not in school i mean is she not in school that's what i didn't get either everyone else is like in college i didn't remember like what happened had she gone through the cult storyline yet oh shit no when was that see there's so many fucking stories in this because that was when her and brandon were still together before they broke up right oh yeah so that must have been season like five maybe five maybe oh god this show is just a treasure trove it really (laughs) it really really is i'm gonna google cult naomi is that her name oh okay Naomi. Oh no, no, no! That's the cult from the new one. Okay. Because I remember like Brandon's like trying to talk to her when she's like pretty deep in the cult, and she's like, "Don't get so reflexive on me, Brandon." Oh Jesus! <laughs> Let me see. Uh, oh, season five. Okay. Yeah, season five. Yeah. Um, it's called the New Evolution. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and it's uh, started by a abnormal psych professor, like oh, at their. Of at course their it is. Of yeah, of course. It is. Yeah. Um, and I think it was like, this is actually really funny. It says his, the guy's operation mostly consists of recruiting younger men and women who would marry rich, older investors in order to secure more funds. For the <laughs> wow. God. Yeah. I vaguely remember that. Like, again, this is a treasure trove of storyline and it, information. It is the gift that just keeps on giving. It really is. Like there's always something to find out. We could just do like a whole thing on like different, story i mean we also have to do the byob episode and the david meth storyline at some point too because yeah. as another drug spectacular because <laughs> that one was just like really it was just like really crazy but um so then anyway so they get into that fight and then the next the next morning kelly and colin are just like she like can't sleep and she's like and he's up painting of course and and i, I wrote do we like colin's art or <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> like is this very 90s like I mean, abstract i mean he the way, the way he just sort of like is always in the background painting sort of reminds me of jane from daria you know oh yeah you're like right. i mean it's, it's it's not it's not necessarily something that i i don't know I, I i i i guess i'm just sort of used to him painting i don't necessarily care what it is he's doing but just like watching him paint in itself is just sort of like relaxing somehow i don't he's know pretty hot i have he to is. say um, Colin's that, pretty hot. And... That um, that also helps. <laughs> yeah, I would have probably fallen into this trap. Yeah, as well. Like, especially <laughs> if I was super rich. Like, you know, I would be fine. You know, like, I, or that's how I would my you know thought process would be during all this. I wouldn't yeah. be, but that's what my thought process would be. So she's like. Ugh, I feel like shit. I feel like I haven't like slept in days. He's like, you haven't. <laughs> Cause he's like painting. And then she, and then she's like, oh, what am I going to do? Like, Oh, I feel like shit. And then she's like, I want, I want to like be in my own bed. 
And then he's like, well, here, why don't you take some of these downers? I was like, oh, no. And then she's like, what was this? He's like, you know, it'll be a nice soft landing. I was like. Soft landing? Is this gym- gymnastics? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? Soft landing? This sounds funny. Like, this doesn't sound right. And she's like, oh, all right, well, I want to be in my own bed. So she goes back to the beach place. And, of course, like, Donna and Claire haven't seen her in forever because they know she's at Collins, like, you know, doing lines. Yeah. So they're just like, I guess they don't really care unless they see her. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) they know where she is. Like, Valerie knows where she is. And Valerie's tried to, like, kind of ring the alarm. It's just so insane that Valerie just ends up fucking calling when Kelly's at (laughs) Rio. I need to watch the rest of the season like immediately. I also need to watch Fatal Attraction. We have to do a circle back because I I need to find out about the aftermath of Snowbound and (laughs) Euphoria. Like we have to do like a a 90210 aftermath and everyone's all going to be like, what the fuck are these two people on that they're doing like (laughs) these random episodes of 90210 and then like right after they're doing like the next two out of order. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It's like, Hopefully you like us because we're just like shooting the shit here and it's for New Year's. So you'll have something to like listen to on your your New Year's Eve if you're not going to go out like I don't. So you'll have tons of shit to do. But so it's kind of funny, too, that like um, but that's when we get Susan and Brandon's storyline of trying to expose the athletic department, which they end up not doing because of HIPAA. I'm sure you can't out someone's health issue. I mean, I, I mean, I'm playing devil's advocate. I could see maybe she, maybe they should publish the story just to prevent the the school from trying to say that uh, they that he's fine by sending him to a doctor who's just going to tell them what they want to hear. Um, yeah, like that I has mean, to be illegal too for that doctor. That's like malpractice. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm assuming that what happens to Cameron? Does he die? I don't. I don't. I honestly have no idea. I know they kick him off the team. I remember oh. that because his health issue actually becomes an issue where they can't ignore it. But okay. I don't remember if he actually did have like a, a heart event and died. And I just don't. I mean, I can Google it. Let me find out because I. I don't actually, remember. Actually, don't tell me. I kind of want to find out. Okay, okay, yeah, I won't. Okay, yeah. I won't say anything. Yeah, but yeah, I don't remember if that happened because if it did, then I'd be like, "Well, I'm suing this fucking school. Like, yeah. who the hell gave? Like, who the hell gave you anything? Like, like, why would you do that if you knew that your child was like sick and you had like you know you trust them obviously, um, which is kind of nuts. But but yeah, so we also get like this uh really kind of like another scene that I really liked was that we had, like you mentioned earlier, Valerie talking to David about David being like, no, like that's crazy. She's not doing drugs. And she's like, come on, David. Like, of course yeah, she is like, you need to confront him. You need to like confront him and do something like that. So then he goes to Collins and he goes and like confronts Colin and he's like, are you giving drugs to my sister? And I was like, oh, that's right, sister. They're like, parents got married. It was like weird. And then he's just like, you know what? Like, stay out of me and Kelly's life. And he's like, you know, I've been an addict. I know what it's like. I was like, this is because David was doing meth to do the radio (laughs) station or some shit. Like, in Orange Juice, I never heard of that. But maybe in like an affluent situation, that's what you were doing and you weren't shooting it up. I don't know. But I think it had to do with like his schoolwork. It wasn't like a 
a recreational thing that I remember, but again, okay. so revisit that. he's like, he's like Jesse Spano. If they were actually allowed to do a speed storyline of caffeine pills. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. I'm um, so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. I feel like collapses into Zach. <laughs> That's another, like, literal fucking iconic scene, <laughs> like, ever. Um, there's also, oh, there was a Kelly Amnesia storyline, too. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was after the stalker. Remember she tried to kill them? Oh, right. She tried to kill them with, like, carbon monoxide <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Um, and she also got shot at some point. Well, she has been been through the ringer, hasn't she? Kelly actually did get go through the ringer. Like I I think it was like it was really, really insane. But but yeah, there was like a weird there are a lot of really ridiculous storylines. Like and (laughs) like they really had to like sell the show like a lot you know yeah um the david and confronting colin was pretty good he's like why would you give my sister drugs and he's like look stay out of my life and david just like walks out like (laughs) he doesn't really do and there's no like crazy like you know intervention at this point not yet and then the last scene we get is like them you know brandon and susan kind of saying like i'm not gonna spill the story like it's not right because it's gonna destroy his life and he has like a scholarship or he like needs to be on the team this is cameron and donna's like thank you thank you for not destroying like you know his life and you see him like running up and down the bleachers and at the very end cameron like literally is having chest pains yeah and like that's when it ends like he does have an issue that he has to confront i was like wait we're ending on that note like yeah like that's how it ends that's why this cocaine kelly storyline is like the gift that keeps on giving because (laughs) it is a long sorted yeah like it's a long sorted but it actually is more realistic than euphoria because euphoria is not something that was like an addiction it wasn't something that the character chose to do like brandon didn't choose to do it for any reason he got roofied um but this one actually is more of like a good kind of cautionary tale because it shows how you can like spiral and end up getting with someone who like you know encourages you and like influences you and then it really like destroys your life until your friends have to like step in so yeah as funny as it is and as ridiculous as it is for a soap opera it actually did have a good like representation of what can happen and it is a pretty good deterrent like they never made it seem fun yeah she was doing coke it was always like just the two of them they weren't like out at a party or anything mm-hmm. where you usually see it like if you usually see drugs depicted in like a party atmosphere it doesn't make you as scared of it but yeah. this did a pretty good job of making you kind of like oh no i don't want to do that yeah I'm like good. i don't want my life to like spiral which it can and you know be out of control but it was a great storyline for the 90s yeah, it was yeah next it was, level too yeah it was good um, yeah it was really good um so i cannot wait to watch um the next episode after euphoria yes and i also can't wait to watch the rest of the spiral of kelly and valerie and then i know um and then i know that emily valentine like comes back like in season four at some point oh cool yeah how does she leave i don't remember i mean see that's the thing we have like recency bias we don't remember like what happened which is kind of good yeah we're not just gonna you know kind of destroy the whole show for you if you have (laughs) watched it or haven't watched it eventually this may be up on the main feed um 
I don't know. But until then, um, it's just going to be on the Patreon or Supercast, which is up now too. And uh, yeah, I mean, I hope you enjoy your new year. And do you have any final closing thoughts? Um, if you're going to do Euphoria, make sure to get consent from your partner. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Most definitely. And welcome 2023. Yay! And we'll see you again soon. Bye. Bye.